0: Welcome to the TNL Talks Podcast. I'm Chris Galloway, Director of Secondary Learning, Advanced Academics, and Assessments for Floresville ISD.
1: And I'm Irma Guerra, Director of Elementary Learning and Federal Programs here in Floresville ISD. With the holidays upon us, we have decided to do a special episode on this week's TNL Talks Podcast. And we are welcoming Ms. Jennifer Grant, our district social worker, to our podcast.
0: I'm really excited to hear about the kinds of things that our district's are bringing to our families to support them. We have several families in need, and this podcast should be a great opportunity for them to learn how they can tap into some of those resources, how to reach the social worker, but also to let the community know that there's a way they can help those families in needs by maybe donating some of their time or donating items to help those in need. I'm excited to see what our social worker has to say this week, so let's get right to the interview.
1: Let's welcome Ms. Jennifer Grant. This week, we are featuring Miss Jennifer Grant, our social worker for Floresville ISD. Welcome, Miss Grant. Thank you for having me. We are very excited that you are here. Before we get started with questions and thinking about our district, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: I graduated from Texas State University back in 2003 and I have been a social worker. Ever since then, I've been a clinical social worker for the last seven years. Right before I came here, I was working with the Sutherland Springs survivors and the mental health response to Sutherland Springs. Prior to that, I was working with military families at Fort Sam Houston and at Lackland Air Force Base and with active duty and retired. Prior to that, I worked in the mental health hospitals and I worked for Child Protective Services way back in the day.
1: <laughs> wow, you have a, a <laughs> wide variety of experiences. I do. Yeah, that's really <laughs> wonderful. What has your role been now coming to Floresville ISD? Well, as a district social worker, it has been my responsibility to
2: provide counseling services to the kiddos in the district who are in need of counseling as a related service, who are receiving counseling through their ARDS. Mm -hmm. I also provide crisis intervention services to any of the kiddos in the district who are in need of that. So that could be a child who's presenting with suicidal thoughts or ideations or wanting to engage in harm toward others, or they're just having a significant problem at home. It could be abuse or neglect issues. It could be any kind of psychosocial problem that's getting in the way of their learning.
1: Wow. So that's in terms of, you know, services you offer with counseling, Mm -hmm. right? Talk to us also about some of the other things that that you offer in your role?
2: So some of the other things that we offer is basic needs. Anything that a family might need to be able to provide for a child so that they can attend school, like clothing, or say they're having difficulty with meeting the family's needs for utilities, Mm -hmm. or for making rent, or having difficulty with getting into housing adequate for them and the kiddos food stamps, any of those kinds of things that they may need on a temporary basis to be able to get them back to back on their feet right. and able to provide for their kiddos' basic needs. We have the thrift store here at Central Office, and there we have clothing that we accept donations for, but also that we provide at no cost. Families who aren't able to provide a donation, we've got just today, we got a big donation of new shoes, socks, mm. and underwear, and clothing, warm clothing, right. uh, for the cold weather, <laughs> Yeah, from the Lions Club. And oh. we actually have been receiving jackets and sweatshirts and things like that, and they have been flooding in. So, any kiddos who need help with those, we've got those.
0: How crucial are the partnerships that you form to the effectiveness of your job?
2: Absolutely critical. Um, Our churches, we are very fortunate to have wonderful churches who cooperate all together. We have the Ministerial Alliance here in Floresville. And so establishing relationships with these Community members who have the biggest relationships with these families are absolutely critical.
0: What is an outside partner or community member can do to get in touch with you if they wanted to make a donation?
2: They just have to contact Central Office, and my extension is eleven zero three zero here. Or they can just ask for the social worker or Jennifer Grant. Either one will get them <laughs> to me. Or they can email me also at jgrant one. At fisd.us, and if they want to make a donation, I'm happy to come and pick it up from them anywhere. Or they can always drop things off at central office.
0: We are coming up on the holidays, which is typically a very difficult time for some of our students. What are some of the things that you do or the district does for those students and those families during this time?
2: Well, I have been coordinating some gifts. The Wilson Area Children's Foundation is assisting 133 students from 50 different families with some Christmas and Thanksgiving meals. The Sacred Heart is actually assisting families with some needs over the holidays. Grace Bible Church is assisting 150 children with Christmas gifts and basic needs. First Lutheran is assisting 60 kiddos United Methodist just started doing a Christmas program and they've taken 20 kiddos. Floresville Middle School is doing a Christmas drive with the angel tree. We have a lot of, of wonderful organizations who are helping to provide. We have actually been able to, I've accepted needs and wants lists from these families for these kiddos and so we have specific things that we can provide to be able to help out these families over the holidays.
0: I think that's fantastic. I
1: do too. So, you you know, you've talked about lots of organizations getting together and making donations, and so if an organization or a community member is wanting to make a donation, what are things that you are accepting or in need of, particularly at this time of year? especially at this
2: time of year, we have had lots of requests for uh, space heaters because it has been abnormally cold Mm -hmm. this year and no one was prepared for that. Sweaters, jackets, just warm clothing in general we still have a need for, but those space heaters keep, uh, keep getting requests for that and we don't have access to any of those just yet. So if someone wanted to make donations for those, that would be awesome.
1: Great. If I'm a staff member in the district or if I know that there's a particular family or circumstance regarding a family that they're in need or they're in in, um, asking for assistance at this time, what is the process for getting somebody in contact with you or what, what does that look like? All they have to do, any staff member can send me an email. I do have a
2: referral form, but that's not necessary. They can just fill out an email with the kiddos' names and the schools that they attend. That way I can identify who the family is and the parents are and reach out to them and ask if there is anything that we can do to be able to provide for them. So any staff member can send an email with just the names of the kiddos and then I can identify the parents from there. Perfect.
0: That's awesome. I think that what is really crucial to your role is we always talk about barriers to learning. And I think some of these social issues, their home life with parents worried about paying bills or if there's going to be food on the table can sometimes uh, create those barriers to learning. So I think it's fantastic that you're able to be a part of our district and help us remove some of those barriers so that the kids can come to school and learn.
2: Absolutely, I think you can't learn if you're hungry or you're cold Mm -hmm. or you are scared about things that are going on that you don't have any control over. So I do like to be able, I love this job and I love to be able to intervene and be able to do anything necessary. Some of my other roles are actually, I'm the foster care liaison, the migrant student liaison and the military family liaison. And so I have a lot of experience from my history with all of those mm-hmm. roles too. But those kiddos need some extra intervention. Right?
0: If I'm a parent or community member who needs assistance, mm-hmm. but maybe a little too scared to ask, or maybe sometimes too proud to ask, mm-hmm. what would you tell that person in regards to just giving them a leg up by reaching out for a little bit of help?
2: Everybody goes through times, hard times in their life. It doesn't have any kind of negative implications about you or what you have or haven't done to be able to provide for your family or yourself that you will be seen exactly the same and that we all love our kids and we want to be able to give them what they need and so it is just a blessing for us to be able to have those resources to help in those moments. So we are just grateful to have the opportunity to help and so I think sometimes I like to encourage people to give me the opportunity to do something that feels really good for me. Sure. Right. Definitely. (laughs) Wow, that's beautiful.
0: Is there a deadline to get into you a request for the holiday season?
2: Some of the agencies that we are working with or the churches have provided a deadline, but then I've had new donors who keep presenting, so I don't think that we should put a deadline on it right now. We will find somebody to help. We have a very generous district and we've got people out there so just keep submitting the requests and we will find help
0: okay perfect.
2: I just wanted to add one other thing Um, we have had recently in particular some concerns about kiddos with thoughts of Mm self-harm or suicidal ideation that's something that I think is always really important to address. Mm -hmm. There is a new hotline, a text hotline out there now that I just wanted to make everyone aware of. Kiddos can text 741741 and they just text the word connect and they get a crisis counselor immediately. Mm -hmm. So if they're afraid to talk about it, Mm -hmm. they don't want to go to somebody directly for help, this is someone who can, from the national suicide hotline who can respond back to them in a language that they use and be able to guide them to resources to ask for help or get the help that they need.
1: Um, Well thank you so much for sharing. I know the district is very very fortunate to have you here and we're definitely very appreciative of all that you do for our students, for our staff members, for our families, um, the understanding that you have and definitely the kindness that you bring. So thank you, thank you for that.
0: That was great. I'm glad that we got to hear about the awesome things that we're doing in our district and how we can support families. But also we learned a lot about the community partnerships that our social worker has with some of the churches and some of the the organizations that can really benefit our students.
1: Definitely. It's really interesting all of the different ways that we support our students, not just with their education and really advancing their academic needs while they're here with us, but also really developing the whole child and the the things that they might need and really reaching reaching out to the families and making that relationship with them as well.
0: I agree, one thing that I really learned from the interview this week was that you know there are so many barriers to learning that students face and we talk about this all the time we've even heard dr Bay say this many times that we're not about test scores we're about helping our students uh, reach that portrait of a graduate be that 21st century learner so that they can be successful in the workforce but if they come to school hungry or they come to school with dirty clothes or they wear the same clothes every week it's difficult for for them to focus and so i think that our social worker and some of the resources we have benefits them and help remove some of those barriers to education so they can be focused on their learning and be successful
1: definitely having her as a resource is really beneficial to us uh, as a district but more importantly it really benefits the students and their families so that their children can continue to be successful outside of the four walls of their home.
0: Absolutely. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, then you're currently on break for the holidays, so we hope you have a restful holidays and that you remember to be thankful for the things you do have and thankful for the people that can support you in your life and help you be successful.
1: Definitely. And if you have any questions about Miss Grant or any of the services that she offers, please make sure that you get in contact Uh, with her and she'll be happy to help you.
0: Yep. And if you can't find her email or extension, just call directly to the central office and we'll definitely get you in touch with Jennifer Grant.
1: Definitely. Enjoy your break. I know I will. (laughs) Have a
0: great break. And until next time, episode 10 is in the books and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.